Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, love, brown sugar, about to set it like, yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all. Just my mic so I can touch it up right quick. Show me how Brooklyn do, you know what I mean? Listen, yo, let's start it up. Let's get it flowing. Let's make a move. Let's get it going. I know it's feeling like everything you want, don't it? And you've been waiting your whole life for one moment. Well, baby, here it is. You better step to it. I know you're ready, right? Then, baby, let's do it. Let's move your neck to it. Put your arms and legs next to it. Then put whatever else is left to it. See, you're all in. Now you about to rock them. Got your focus, man. Now they got a problem. Who you talking to? Some right there. The man in the mirror. I see him quite. Clear. Do your thing, Cap. Yes, Work it out, dog. It Open out. up their minds. Open Be up. about yours. Silence everyone who ever tried to doubt yours. Get your mind right. Mind Keep right. your sound raw. Heavy bass, man. Bass, Make man. it bounce more. Bounce Make them feel it from the ceiling to the ground floor. How it sound, y'all. I know it's crazy, right? I know it's crazy tight. Don't ever take me light. It's Cap love, y'all. And that's what's up, y'all. I beat game. I know exactly what you want, y'all. I make it jump, y'all. To put them off, y'all. Brown sugar Brooklyn is about to jump off. You got to give it to me, you need to give it to me You better give it to me, give it to me Brown sugar, leave the ground sugar Got the world sweating like beans without cooker You know you really wanna give it to me You better give it to me You got to give it to me, give it brown sugar Lick your lips to it, work your hips to it A steady rocking like this, like one, two, three into the four That brother Cabby Cabbage here to let him know this for my hustlers, this for my scramblers, for my sexy mommy, sexy mommy. for everybody, everybody. Bang it at any party and watch them rock to it, bounce and pop to it. This here is hot music, Duke, I'm not losing. You need to stop fooling. I know the game very well, boy, I'm not stupid. Sharp and smart moving, applying a heart to it. Team here to get the ghetto blocks moving. And after rocking them, the porch and backyards moving. Keep it cracking, cause I love the way that y'all do it. You got to give it to me, you need to give it to me. You better give it to me, give it to me. Brown Sugar, leave the ground sugar. Observe the way how we make it sound. Put up like you got the hit You need the hit You got the hit it to me. It's ground sugar. Lick your lips to it. Work your hips to it. Instead of rocking like this. Damn, baby. Damn,
the man, I get more butt than ass trade. The fair one, I get mine the fast way. Ski mask way, and the ransom notes. Far from handsome, but damn, I get the tote. More guns than roses, roses shaking in their boots. A visible bully, like the boots disappear. Vamoose, you whack to me. Take them rhymes back to the factory. I see the gimmick, the whack lyric, the shit depressing. Please forget it. You're mad cause my style you're admiring. Don't be mad, UPS is hiring. You should have been the cop, hip hop. With that freestyle, you're bound to get shot. Not from Houston, but I rap a lot. Pack the gap a lot, the flame's about to drop. No rap, no crap, you bore me. One that grab my body, too lazy, hold it for me. I'm straight, rap great, bust the head straight and dreads, I'm everlasting. Like it's so on protest, a sec nine, when I rhyme, looks like crime, will this bond? Your album couldn't with one line. It's been three years since your last year, but now I reappear, your heart pumps fear to your gut. Did your girl's butt, I scraped it, shaped it, now she won't strut. I smashed teeth, off your beef, no relief. I step on stage, girls scream like I'm Keith. You won't be around next no, year. My rap's too severe, can't get bad flavor in your head. Please just freeze. Maintain the focus while we smoke these. I'll have When I 
Hola, yo soy El Verbal Skills. Y cuando escuchando Blog Talk Radio, I listen to Naked Ink with Maya right here every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Blog Talk Radio, Naked Ink with Maya. What's good, everybody? This is your British Persuasion Poetic 7. And I'm telling you to let your ink get naked with my on Blog Talk Radio. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. want hot interviews, read poetry, and social political conversation, all you gotta do is check out Naked Ink with Maya every Sunday night at 8pm on Live Talk Radio. You heard What it do is me, Maya. Um, the chat room is open, and, <laughs> and Timothy and I are in the, uh, kicking it or whatever for a little bit. I hope you all can hear me. Let me first start off with Assalamualaikum which is simply the meaning meaning of um, a greetings and peace and blessings to everyone in the listening audience. Lily is not here right now. Hopefully, she will join us. Later on, her birthday is tomorrow, so she shot me an uh, inbox earlier, like maybe a little bit, maybe less than an hour ago, and told me someone stopped by and said, hey, let me take you out. So I can't be mad at her about that. Lily, whenever you hear this, if you are able to come in, know that we love you, we wish you the best, happy birthday and blessings, and I understand, I understand. So, yeah, so I see we have one caller that's uh, already pushed number one. I see other uh, callers in the switchboard. So if you are listening in and you are able and if you want to read something, spit something, just say what's up, and how it do, want to vent about Trump, <laughs> whatever. All you got to do is push the number one. My only rule or, under, or like, my statement is that this is a place for people to speak their mind and release their mind and to be respectful in doing so and to be respected while doing it. That's my only thing. Um, I should have it memorized by now, right? The call-in number for anyone that's listening in is area code 347-324-5487. Again, that number is 347 347- Three two four five four eight seven. I hope everyone had a phenomenal week this past week. Uh, definitely one of challenges and, and, and trials in my life, but that's that's to be expected. For everyone that's in the switchboard, thank you so much. And for everyone that's in the chat room, thank you so much. And um, here we go. I'm going to pull in Aaron Lulat. I promise you I can speak English. Caller with area code 347. Welcome to Naked Ink. Thank you, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, sweetie? I'm good. I can't complain. Life is beautiful. I'm breathing. 
And please let everybody that hasn't heard you know exactly who you are. Uh, this is Ron. All right, Rom. And tell everybody a little bit about you and what all you're going to do tonight and where they can find out more information about who you are. Oh, man. I'm a person with passion that was late and I came to share. And I brought a piece here for you tonight called uh, Religion vs. Logic. Wisdom versus logic? Yeah, religion versus logic. Religion versus Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Go ahead and do what you do. I'm sitting back listening, and I'm quite sure the listeners are listening in, too. All right. The fate of I has been sealed, blinded. I sit astonished to the vision of the peril of mankind's lack of limits. Knowledge and just the saving state amongst commandments meant for structure. Brains and heart, separation of play and arc to be against thy neighbor. David falsehoods, greeds, driven steer through with contradictions, convinced all was done in righteous with no remorse in it. Forgiveness lies dead on the altar of one or more of idols. Preach content with the man's will to push a limit just for his survival. Where do I find my verses of religion? Logic. With no correlation to religion's logic. Die for God, killing his name will Given his will, given will the Father every logic of that will given is meant to kill. We suffer. I find truth and I question what was told is beyond me in misconception. I behold the message in between what was given and condemned against it. Who is fit to judge with life in view of masses and different struggles? Quite the same. But who is they I trust with all the troubles? Guided, light is blinding. When I try to find my must, I fumbled without a sight. I can never see who led me to my just due. Engraved for some is death and life for one. His life past 21 was absent, just to some how they had it in a slum, where none had mattered, just to wonder how they had it, had to wonder how they come to be so, had he had it, but it's done, and it ain't sad, it's tragic, but had it mattered, I probably should have said, but it so has it, I'm so confined as how it happens, I can't even cry because I have to. How I feel, my logic cold, confused, I'm born to die and I'm born to kill, who choose? I know it's ill, it's food, but when all you know is what you know, it's no post-traumatic stress unless you want to feel. But how that happened? If it happened, you were a kid, and all you witnessed is opposite of what's optimistic in the living. You had to pick him. Not a victim, just a criminal or witness. Or a system trying to take all you know is real. Cases cold are closed and sealed. We don't know for real. We just hope for hope because we don't know a deal. Without a rope to pull us up, up out a hold of sail, ditches in a void for real. You're left inside a boy that never knew could fail. A hope to hope when no one's real. Wake up without worry, searching and scurrying for meals. Hungry, trying to pack a void for real. Having God, my knowing only really leaves me hurt for real. His power only helps the doubts I feel. And there do I see silhouettes of the falling. Despair, I watch, shocked in all of it all. Phones recorded more of what a fight is willing for of today's protest. Lost, and what seems like play theatrics amongst the scene of everyday life. Strife of select few. Viewed as entertainment. Daunting my memories play back of historical truths. I am nothing. I am nothing is on replay. Time and time again does it not affect reaction but to a blame from lack of and fear of guilt to be a cause of something that has nothing to do with you at all. Will I stop the robber? Will I prevent the rape? But if it was mine in such a struggle, there's no question of who I'll kill today. Acceptance. I have like to have my cake and have it take a bite of it while no one is watching the glutton. For you to ask for more even if you're hungry. I find no shame in my fence riding. The culture of choice. I'm given to the latter. Pity for none trying to climb up from it. 
Look at those trying to pull me down. For my safely covered vessel of, I don't know what's going on. White horses and red dresses. Epitome of all the essence. Alone let me be misdirected of will. Is it a need or a fall short calling of my all? She knew I call. Feeding me poison, growing pains, killing me softly. Knowing pain, even I eat accordingly. Entranced, behold the eyes, stuck in my stone statue. Not knowing what move to make. Trapped in a box I reference sex. But we're far from the soul's innate. Erected tall, I stand in the blatant disregard. How can I beg forgiveness? Only repent of how I'm sinning for it. And peace. That was deep. Um, I want to spill a little tea. Uh, <laughs> is that how y'all young people say it? I'm going to spill a little tea. The brother here and I have been, we're going to write a collaboration together. And uh, he actually st- he started it all. And I was fasting all last week, and I forgot to tell him I was fasting. And when I'm fasting, I get so focused on what I'm doing in that moment. <laughs> and I do humbly apologize, but y'all have, y'all have to just pay close attention within the next week. You're going to get some flames and some fire, some como le dice, por fuego, from, uh, from Rome and myself. So tell me, sir, what was, the, what was the inspiration behind that piece? What motivated your ink to move in that direction? And do you consider I, yourself to be more logical or more religious? I'm, I'm, I'm very much logical. I'm very much more logical. Um, I, I do have faith. I don't, I don't believe in religion. I'm more of a spiritual person. Um, more of a spiritual person in the sense that you tend I, to, I, I, to I choose to believe in a higher being. I, I choose to believe there's something bigger than me. Not necessarily mm-hmm. control aspects of life, but if there's something beyond me. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't believe in coincidence. I think things happen for a reason, and the reason behind that is what I believe as, as a faith. Of, that I have some, there's something behind that other than just, you know, <laughs> I'm spiritual in that sense. I just don't believe in an organized religion. So I, in that mm, case, I'm definitely much more logical. Um, what gotcha. drove me to apply that piece was actually Charles C. Banks. It was a collab I did with him. So I'm mad he's not here. I can't do it with him. So it was a back and forth, really, of of us going back and forth, and uh, he created the topic, and I found it interesting, and, and that's kind mm-hmm. of what, what it, and I guess my standpoint on it is what drove my inspiration to write like I did. So, it was definitely, perfect, uh, perfect. It was good well, to write. I mean, you know, I, I, think, I think we're all entitled to um, being in that moment of of not knowing what to think or what direction to go in, not saying that that's ever going to change for you or that I would ever want to change that for you. Um, but what I'm saying, it, it's, it's a good thing that you're open-minded. I've come from a very uh, interesting background. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was raised Catholic. I became Pentecostal and I became Muslim, but I also come from uh, a Haitian background uh, where my great grandmother was a uh, voodoo priestess uh, from Haiti. I'm actually the direct descendant of Marie Laveau. I don't tell too many people that because I don't want too many people knocking <laughs> or inboxing me on some other stuff. But um, the reason I say that is that you never know who you're going to come across. And, you know, it's definitely 
you know, one that you really have to keep in, in perspective how to really, you know, how to keep the conversation moving and how to communicate with someone, especially in a society where everybody wants to blame God or the devil or in between. So I think this is very, very um, intriguing, and I thank you so much for opening that part of yourself up to us here on the show tonight. So tell people where they can find more of your work at. Um, They can definitely just find me here on your show. I've me around. Catch me on Blog Talk, and uh, I'll post my my Facebook in the chat for anybody. So you have to come tune in and get it here and see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, um, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm gonna go ahead and put you on the couch so we can go ahead and move forward and get the other people out. Please be. I hope you're open to reading and spitting some more in a little while. And thank you so much for sharing that piece with us. Definitely will be, and I'm always now. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, y'all. That was Rome, R-O-A-M. Give me one moment. I'm going back and forth. I just got some exciting news, guys. Um, <laughs> two of my favorite male poets, <laughs> spoken word artists, I'm not going to say their names. I'm not going to, you know, uh, spill that tea just yet, but they have so graciously agreed to be um, a feature on this show in January. This is the last show for this year, and I say that to say, uh, you know, the reason I wanted to do that is, first of all, even though I'm not Christian and I don't celebrate Christmas, I can definitely respect other people's time and beliefs and things of that nature, so I wanted to not be so intruding, and I know when the when the time's coming around, Christmas being on, the, on Sunday, the first being on the whole nine yards, I just wanted to make sure that I acknowledged uh, those people who uh, who do celebrate those holidays and who are spending time with their families and what that means to you. So never in a million years that I want to intrude on that time, but I'm so excited, so, so definitely excited. So we have another caller from area code 347. Oh, did I hit it right? Welcome to Naked Inc. Are you there? Hello? I don't think they can hear me. Can you hear me? All right, I'm going to put you back on mute. All right, so that was, area, that was another call from area code 347, number ending in 5983. So listen, what do you guys think? What are your thoughts on... The situation coming up with the electoral vote that's supposed to take place tomorrow and how many Americans are are urging for them not to do it uh, in the event that the situation with the Russians is factual. I have to say if it is factual because none of us really know what's going on behind the scenes unless we're behind the scenes. So what do you guys think about that? (laughs) I'm so serious. What do you guys really think about that? This is something that I guess is a concern for me in the sense that uh, we really don't know anything about what's being done behind the scenes. And at the same time, this is kind of that moment where you kind of got to trust the unknown. And that's where people of faith really have to step into their faith the hardest and the most, you know, in moments where it's just not, 
you know, is not feasible to understand and see everything and to really know everything, but at the same time be able to, you know, gravitate towards hoping and, and wishing for the best. All right. I'm going to see if this brother is ready because I hope he's ready. I'm about to inbox him really fast. I don't like the sound of my voice, y'all. So <laughs> hopefully he'll be ready. Come on and, and, and light it up for me. Don't want to put him on the spot. All right, here we go, y'all. Romeo Donati. Welcome to Naked Ink. Peace, love, poetry. Thank you for my effort. Have me on the show for the invitation. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming through, sweetie. How was your week? My week was it was pretty cool. I'm I'm mostly a homebody. Um, but I decided to be a little bit more sociable this weekend. So um I was invited to like a Facebook group a while back and they was having mm-hmm. like a holiday exchange meet and greet. So I was trying to just be mm-hmm. like I said, be more sociable. So I went out and um met a few people from in the group. And we had a poetry event the same night. Um this brother, um, L.T. L.J. Hamilton from Toledo, Ohio, was always uh-huh. in town. Chance to perform with him a um, couple months ago here in Cincinnati. So I wanted to go, you know, go in and support, um, especially being that I'll be in Toledo next week. So uh, uh-huh. I just wanted to go in and support. So my weekend was pretty cool. My uh, my Bengals lost today. It was my first time tailgating, <laughs> so I went to tailgate and they lost to Pittsburgh, so yeah, it is what it is. And now I'm here listening to poetry on that game with my Lily. that's so sweet. <laughs> that is so sweet. Thank you so much for coming through and and being you know uh, so gracious with your gift and, and doing what you do. Um, I know we have <laughs> one of the sisters that was listening to you, and, and I, you know. Romeo Donati is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> she said, hey. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Okay. I see her showing up and showing out. Yeah. Right, so Romeo and I, after the last time, after the last show, I hit him in his inbox, and I was, I was kind of giving him a little mini interview, like, what's up with that? Why are you single? <laughs> And he was, and he and I went back and forth about an hour. I was like, mm-hmm, brother. But no, I, I could definitely dig it. You know, um, I definitely no, I, understand I, it's, that. It's it's not that I choose to be single, or let me say it like this. Mm-hmm. I would I would enjoy and adore if I had my rib at this moment. But um, being that I haven't found my rib. I'm um, learning to just love myself and be within the love of 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 what I can bring. So until then, and um, I'll just be a lover until I can love her. So when you said you can be a lover until you can love her, break that down to me in layman's terms because see, you know, our religion is no. You know, no. And you get married, and you know what I'm <laughs> no. saying. No. So does that mean you're just gonna be, you know, doing you? No comment. I mean, <laughs> no, nah, I won't be doing me. Not not every day. Not every day. <laughs> I don't know. 
Let me pause for a moment. Missy Garrett, um, Missy Garrett uh, wanted me to pause and say, please remember Tavis tonight. Uh, I'm not sure who Tavis is. I haven't had a chance to look on her page lately, but she is a phenomenal poet, a.k.a. Giovanni Marcel. So we're going to take a moment of silence and just remember Tavis before we continue with Mr. Romeo Donati because I get lost in Romeo. All right. Uh-huh. All right. And so, so just please remember him and your prayers tonight, and we're going to keep it moving. Go ahead, sweetie. Continue. Yeah, it's, it's you know I, I had I have made a I, it wasn't a post that I made but just a statement to myself. I said mm-hmm. if if another married woman approached me before this New Year's up, then I'm probably never getting married. Is my declaration. Mm, gotcha. Not gotcha, sure. Gotcha, not gotcha. sure if that's really true yet because I haven't had nobody approach me in these last few weeks. Well, we, you know, I guess we here's my thing with that. Well, well, here's my thing with that. Yes. We attract like we attract what we like, and maybe True. there's something inside of a married married woman that appeals to you because there's a lot of single sisters out here that are not, mm-hmm. you know, in that predicament and would love to be in that situation. Or and then you have some women who are able to communicate and say what they want to say, but we seek something completely different. <laughs> this is losing her mind. I'm sorry. Like, why? <laughs> no, so, you know, you just have to become, while you're, while you're upon this journey of self-discovery and self-love, all right? Take it. I've been right, able for right. over two years, okay? And it's, it's, not a, it's not about, you know, doing me or I can't do me because I could. I, I have I have a beautiful home, a humble I have my children, so I'm you know I could I could do me if I wanted to be on that yeah. level. But what I'm saying is it's 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 just about finding that person that completes you. But if you're, exactly. you're attracting what and maybe and maybe married women for all intents and purposes and I know the sister listening in may understand this it, it may feel a little bit more safe to you because you don't have to really give that that entire part of yourself to them. Well, see now, I agree with that. That 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 could be a part of that played in it. I don't desire. I don't search Mary women, mm-hmm. but for some reason, um, I, I've been approached by more than just a couple. Mm. And, and it, it kind of bothered me in a sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Are they approaching you uh, under the under the context of just for pure sexual reasons, or are they approaching well, you under the context of being able to actually have a committed relationship? Well, I'll put it like this: If you're married, there's no way you can have a committed relationship with me, being that you're married. I, I can never fully mm-hmm. feel like you're mine because you're married. You don't belong to me. So it, it, to mm-hmm. me, in my eyes, it's impossible for a married woman to approach me in a, in a sense of trying to build a relationship. No, no, no. You can build a relationship, but you cannot build a committed, a true committed relationship because I would never feel like I, like you belong to me. Like I could actually try mm-hmm. to have you because you're not coming home. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, so then that so, in that so, aspect it mm-hmm. go ahead. In that so aspect it bothered me, uh go ahead. So why settle I'm gonna for stop and let me ask your question. 
Why? See, and, and that's what I was just about to say. And that aspect, it bothered me because I felt like, all right, when I search for my wife, my rib, you know, mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, dang, she's a married woman now. Is she going to go out there and, and dip out? Can I not have faith in any single woman to make my own? Now, I, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe woman, that entirely. No, no, nah, nah, she's not single, <laughs> but neither are the women that's approaching me. Gotcha. towards any other race, but it's very hard to get an African-American man to actually open up and talk about what it is that they go through in the dating scene. And like I said, in, in, in our society, in the Muslim culture, culture, if I can ever say that word right, it's all about getting married. And even some, some of the Muslim brothers, and I love you all, don't go about it the right way. And a lot of the Muslim mm. women don't go about it the right way. So we have okay. to really truly be careful and, and taking our time, I think one of the things that we kind of miss out on, and as far as like an Islamic perspective, and, this, and a sister that's listening in can vouch, you know, we don't get that dating experience so much. We don't get to really get to know you on that level. So you got to build that we, foundation. You know, that is important. Right. You have to build right, that. Right. And that. I want my wife to be my best friend. And I think that might be exactly. one of the reasons I'm not married at this moment, because when my best friend proposed to me, uh, um, mm-hmm. I didn't accept, but it was it was other reasons for that, and I guess but see, ever since uh, then, I'll go mm-hmm. ahead. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna reflect on something you told me in the inbox. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I'm go gonna ahead. reflect on something you told me in the inbox that night, and I'm not uh-huh. gonna say it word for word, but I'm just gonna hit it. You gotta be able you gotta be able to communicate, and you have to be able to keep it, those it, lines of communication open. Very true. Everything you just stated was true. As so now, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a friend that I can make my best friend, build into my best friend, and I think that's who's gonna see, be my. Here, here's the thing with that. What about, what about a relationship, right? Uh-huh. Where you actually yeah. start as friends, okay? Yeah. But it's purely yeah. like non. I, 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 Non-sexual, uh, physical? Right, I want that. I desire that. Yeah, and then, that, and then before, I, I mean, like, no sex until marriage. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. I, I can roll with that. I'm, I I didn't had enough of my lifetime to know. For how long? Now, I'm not putting a mm-hmm. date and time on anything. But, no, I'm saying <laughs> that to say that I'm, I'm not saying you need to give it to me in seven months. If we're going to be married in nine no, I, I'm I'm not saying that. I can I can abstain and withhold until my rib says I do. Mm. I Y'all hear that, ladies? He said until his ribs say she do. All right, and then you got the sister in, <laughs> in the chat. She's, well, I guess what do you call it? The the um the event. Um, event poster page. on Facebook, and she's saying you know the peach may. 
may come from the south but can live in the north because she used to live down here. <laughs> uh, okay. Then. I'm not messing with her. I'm not messing with her tonight. I'm not messing with her tonight. Buddy, I told you. I told to the sister that's listening. I told you Romeo Donati was dangerous. Nobody believes me. So anyway, we have, I've held up so much of your time already. So what do you got for us tonight, sweetheart? I'm going to do a piece. Um, I love romance pieces, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. This piece is titled um, Peace and Blessings. I ask that you lend me your ear so I can touch your mind, feel your heart, and enter to your soul with my thoughts. Angel wings of greenery sets the ambiance for the scenery. While melodies from the loneliest monk is mixed with the moaning strings. Sage, sweet frankincense funk. In between the squeeze of golden thighs, of course I can't get enough. No rush. Just flow like melted snow within my touch. Adorn your love, lust, eyes. You felt the temperature of my nature quickly rise. I felt you were a delectable feast. So I ate you like my sweet potato pecan pie, eating contents prize. Slowly. You can count blindfolded every taste bud on my tongue like you've known me since young. Maybe that's the reason I circled on your breast, only squirted out black essence, which had me sprung. So close, connected, call aside me twins. My tongue mixed with your pretty tongue. Yum, yum, then some, and then some. Your body language, and any language, shows I spoke to the core of you. So deep within, like my hands held beer, the pyramids of Khufu. Tai'i, Egyptian queen, and king touch tomb. You remind me of Mother Earth. You nurtured me within your womb. I waited 108 years of 101 was too soon. Yeah, right. I want to be so tight, seamlessly intertwined. Be the Asian silk woven in your cocoon. Watch the moon lose. And competing to outglow your shine. I send sunbeams over your daydreams. Call it a sun kiss. Bubbly and sweet. Universally divine, always pleasurable when we grease as a sparkle in your third eye. So like you, I started at your temple before I took the journey to explore through your temple. The way your soul moved to my heart beats, we curated it, a harmonious tempo. Too fast to be slow. Regroup begun at the root to better proceed to help promote growth. Teaching on knowledge I knew, I didn't know. All but for the first kiss, second in embrace, third taste of the fourth mist, which had me truly intoxicated off your fifth. Only thing more amazing than the number after six, call your blessing. Better yet, heaven sent. That's my thoughts. Oh, 
Well, all right now. So, <clears throat> I'm trying not to yeah. laugh. She keep posting. Are you not on Facebook right now, Romeo? Oh my god. Nah, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I was. I, I, I made the joke on there, I guess. Well, I mean, if you see the event page, you'll see who I'm talking. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yes, I just put you out there. Yes, I just put because he needs to see this. <laughs> no, I think I just want to say this, okay? And I mean no harm or disrespect to anybody that's listening in. And I and I feel kind of lame always having to to give uh, a disclosure, and we all supposed to be grown. But this woman is very, um, very religious, very pious, very humble, very to herself, and for. For us as Muslim women to be affected by anything, especially those of us who have been in the religion for 10-plus years, and for us to be affected uh-huh. by someone with their words on that level, you got to be deep. You got to be deep, deep. You got to be, like, like hella deep with your shit. Excuse my language. I know, you know. But you got to be hella deep with your shit to catch us off guard. You know what I'm saying? Or to, or to say something that catches us in that moment where we're like, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be really, really in, know who you are to to get us to you know have that reaction. And for this right. sister to, to have that reaction with you, I can honestly tell you, you know, she's she's a wonderful woman. She's a wonderful sister. Yes. Very down to earth. Very beautiful. And very yes. much so, you know, a queen. But for her to have that reaction with you, I think that's amazing. I just think that's amazing. So uh, will you be cool. will you be interested in? <laughs> Will you be interested in um, coming back through and read something a little bit later on? Yeah, I'm here with you. Thank you so much, sweetheart. I greatly appreciate you. I'm going to go ahead and put him on mute, y'all. All right, y'all, that was Romeo the Naughty coming through, being naughty as usual. <laughs> All right, y'all, I have another caller on the line. And his, this is area code 713. Yo, yo, people. Uh, this is the black ass back in the sack. How are you, sweetie? How have you been? Doing fine, doing fine. I just got so to before you begin, this show. Before you begin, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just got through watching the music show not too long ago. Okay. And before you begin, let everybody know who you are and and, and what kind of poetry you're into. Okay. Uh, this is the Black S. Uh, yeah, a.k.a. Mr. Eric Gerard Battles. I basically into all different types of genres of poetry. My specialty mm-hmm. is erotic and romance. <laughs> Okay. All right. And so, what do you have for us tonight, buddy? Oh, uh, I thought I'd go ahead and spit something that uh, I just just got through finishing not too long ago. Uh, I did kind of like my own twist to a to a, a voice made classic. Okay. And so, and so uh, it's called "I Finally Know." All right, I'm ready when you are. I needed her. Just as much as she needed me. Little did she know she was the source of my lyrical existence. Seriously, how I long for her presence. 
leave me something to be admired. And I'm willing to do all that I can to show her that she's the only woman that I desire. You think after all these years, I've grown tired of her soul of place of affection. And the longer I go without her, only hinders my need to express my feelings without succession. So I'm left with my pen and paper detailing the many ways that she's always been a blessing. Got me looking like Usher, busting out my confession to a love that needs addressing. I just wish she would see that our love is like my lyrical speed, baby. I want her to grow. Her presence and her essence has my heart beating so hard so it can take me playing a bongo. So she got me looking like Bruce Lee or Green, jumping other levels, looking for the glow. Forever cherishing the gift of our future, I want to bestow. Just as equivalent as the water in the ocean, I want to constantly flow. And equally, just as came from my passion for the open mic, I want you to be there for me to show that I'm more than just a team player. I'm going for the gusto by me looking into her eyes, calling boys and men, telling her, baby, I finally know. And peace. Oh, wow. So who was the inspiration behind that piece? Uh, Oh, I don't, I'm I'm just going off the head on this one. But yeah, I thought I'd do do my own little, uh, Valentine's Day version early for And do you have a Valentine? I'm gonna go out some of y'all I'm gonna step out there. <laughs> Anybody that know me? No, I'm gonna ask that question. Do you have a Valentine? So far the only Valentine's I have is my is my bar. Fourteen years married as of next year. That's awesome. 14 years married. Y'all hear that, ladies? 14 years married. It is doable in this time. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Now, listen, I, I grabbed your information and I posted it in the chat room. Um, Rome and I are out here hanging out in the chat room, just kicking it solo style. And um, I thank you so much for coming through. I'm going to go ahead and put you on mute so if I do have more time, I can pull you back in, okay? Oh, no problem, no problem. I got a, I got another piece for you. <laughs> right, I'll definitely pull you back in. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. That, I call him the black Smithsonian. I can't ever say that right. I can't ever say that right. Would it be okay if I, if I, if I spit a little something? you guys. I wrote this piece, oh my gosh, it's been over a year, and just to give you the backdrop of this piece, this was um, about my first true love, the the guy that took my heart and a little bit more, um, and he and I had reconnected through Facebook, and it was really, really interesting because a lot of those feelings were still there, that, and I mean, you understand, I was 16 type thing, so it wasn't like... <laughs> And his nickname was is Trouble, and my nickname he had for me was Hurricane. So whenever we would come through the halls together at school or whatever, they would say, oh, there's Trouble and there's Hurricane. But anyway, I digress. This piece is called Trouble. 
I want to meet someone that makes me forget you. Forget about the love that took our world by storm. Forget about how no matter after all this time apart, the thought of you still gets me wet and worn. I dreamt about you in color, full of detailed visions and pinnacle moments that only we remember. Trouble with Hurricane on his arms when we loved each other, it was hard, strong, and tender. Help me let go of you so that when those moments creep under the visceral level of my pain, I can find the strength to stand against the storm of emotions that cause the toxic of loving you through my veins. Walk away from the scene. The one that keeps us connected on a level that doesn't feel right. Here lately, I check my phone a thousand times longing to hear your voice only for us to end in a fight. I can't let go of you. Your name resonated from my ancestors calling me to find you, and then you were there. We knew no boundaries. The only one who could handle me. We made love to hardcore fucking on the stairs. I have to say goodbye to you. This time we have to sever the ties that once bound us to our abandoned happy ending. See, I know all it would take is one glance, one touch, one smell of your skin. But in the game of love, neither of us are winning. And that's that piece, y'all. It's called Trouble. All right, y'all. So let me go back to the chat or the switchboard. We have area code. I'm trying to. Okay, area code 347. Welcome to Naked Eight. Greetings, greetings. Uh, Prince A. McNally from Brooklyn, New York. Say your name for me one more time, sweetie. Prince A. McNally from Brooklyn, New York. Prince A. McNally. Okay. Hi, Prince A. And how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tell people where we can find more of you at. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. But uh, mostly on I Facebook, I, I you. you know, do a lot of things. I think I just found you. Okay. The reason I'm asking that is because there's a chat room, and I'm going to post your information in the chat room as well as in the event blog. All right. So what do you have for us tonight? Um, I got a little piece that I can drop for you. All right, I'm ready when you are. When my cerebral cortex is flexing, I give mental erections with perfection. Don't misunderstand, I'm not a politician running for re-election. Not asking for donations nor taking up a collection. Nor am I a priest, so hold on to your confessions. I am abstract, though theoretically and fundamentally, though theoretically and fundamentally correct. My huge train of thought is transitional, for evolution is a constant in my mental, spiritually and mentally feeding unconscious beings, creating rivers from streams I coexist or cease to exist without the earth and all living things. I have no desire to control the natural forces of earth, water, wind, and fire, for I am one with the universe. Spiritually connected, we sing in a cipher. Our songs will burst, though unrehearsed. We dance in harmony, which frees the mind from the hold of gravity. I don't speak in tongues or Hebrew. I speak in the universal language of mathematics, the truest form of communication. 
My spiritual and intellectual consciousness rises from the deep. I scale mountains of ignorance with quantum leaps. I don't use my feet. I fly with my mental eye. I see and I have seen. Therefore, I soar through the sky. I am the answer to the question. I am the whom, what, when, where, how, and why. Therefore, I am God. I am the God in man. 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 We must seek with eager persistence man's evolution from barbarian to a more godlike existence. Wow. I'm going to say this. I've never heard you spit before. And it kind of caught me off guard. All right, because you went from being very, like, calm <laughs> to, like, bam, here it is. And I love that. I totally, I totally love that, and I can dig it. So, Prince, tell me something. What is the passion behind your pen? What is it that drives you to write? What is it that brings about or inspires your ink to do what it do? Um, well, I... I... I feel like I'm here for a purpose. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to help help awaken the consciousness of the sleeping dead. Uh, say that. Okay. And or, so I or think should I say the walking dead? That's the walking dead. I, it's okay. I sent you a friend request. It's going to come from Samaya Rashad, and that's me. And... I would love if you would accept that from request. I would love to stay connected with you and get to read more about you and from you and to learn more Absolutely. about you and what you do. And um, if I can put you on the, uh, on the couch, so to speak, and push you on mute, and if I have the ability, if I have the time later on, to definitely bring you back on because I would love to hear some more from you. You got me goosebumps, brother, and not too many poets can do that. Hell, Appreciate not too many that. men can do that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> You gave me goosebumps. And I'm like, hmm, okay. All right, I want some more of that. I want some more of that good, good. Good, good in the sense, hold up, players that's listening. The good, good in the sense of poetry freaks, not the kind that y'all got in your little back of your brains. All right, thank you so much, sir, and thank you so much. And I'm going to go ahead and put you back on hold. All right, y'all, that was Prince. You're welcome, sir. That was Prince McNally. Did he really do that like that? Oh, wait, I'm serious. He, he, straight up, no lie, no chaser. <laughs> straight no chaser. He actually gave me goosebumps. I can't dig it. You know what I mean? It's like, not that was dope. That was totally dope. The sister in the, chat, in the uh, event room was saying that was dope. That was definitely different, definitely unique, definitely full of passion. Uh, you can hear the pain in his ink. It's, it's just deep all the way around. All right, y'all. So I'm going to go back down the line because I think Brother Rome had another piece. And then I'm going to go from Rome, just so everybody knows in the line in the chat room or that's listening, we're going to go from Rome to Donati, Blacksmithonian, and back to Brother Prince. Anybody that's listening in, if you want to call in and, and do your thing, um, please don't hesitate to do so. I'm going to, I'm going to send a shout-out shout in the chat room to Reynardo, bad boy. <laughs> I love to say his name, say my name, say my name. But, no, um, <laughs> that's my heart, y'all. We, we go way back. No, so um, for real, though, Reynard, uh, he's in, I believe, Germany. So he actually, when he actually has the time to come through, it definitely means the world to me. And 
I'm going to go ahead and pull in Brother Rome, area code 347. All right, sweetie, you're back on the mic. Most definitely, I'm going to be prepared. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, okay. Uh, This piece is an older piece. It's called Words from the Womb. Further when it coming, furled in the stomach, from the beginning to the minute when the world felt like nothing. Listening to the game when mommy was not winning, to hear the bones chipping in the frame from every man that could have been pops ripping, to the nights here in tears trying to figure out how she done got in this, and the whispers of the suicidal thoughts but never could not quit it. Kicking, I stopped to listen, to the moans from the bones that's not healing, cold shivers, hard licking shots, feeling the pain she stopped feeling. The death threats left us with no child support, and I was there to hear that many times that baby is not mine, go and get an abortion. I was there to hear the sleepless nights, that another man wants to sleep at night, trying to be what's right. I was there to hear the game and the shame and how she believed that life, knowing he would be what's wrong if she backed off on so he beat her twice. One hand on the stomach, thinking how every man was enough, and I was there when she grieved that night. I was there when I could see when she looked to fix her eyes from the bruise. I was there when the cop showed up with a knot swelled up, but she did not accuse. I was there when he came back and lied to her smooth and said, I love you, boo. I kicked once, kicked twice, but she replied with a lie and said, I love you, too. I was there, and I could feel the critical strain. She was spit through the physical pain. I was there, I could feel all the hits to the frame. I can hear through the verbal abuse at the stuff of the ones to her face and the ones that he mother. And when he was gone, I was there for my mother. I was here through the screams and the shouts for seeing out the mouth. I was scared through the bitter in the winter, about to freeze in the street out the house. I was scared through the explanation she believed out of his mouth. I was there when she had no help. I can hear the house trying to ice her well. I was there, I can hear when she blamed herself. I was scared through that one-way route where no sun came out. In the phase of trying to change that man and got her face back in. I was there when she stuffed the pills in her mouth. It was fate. I don't blame her relate. We both feeling like there's no way out. We both feeling like there's no one else. Feeling so behind to those ahead of the league. I figured I could hear and I could speak. So if not, make it better for you, make it better for me. I was there when she let on her feet, packed the clothes, let up to leave. I was there when he walked in and stopped and dead on her feet, grabbed it from her neck and the sleeves, tossed her head first to the televised screen. I could hear when she let on the screen. I was there when she put up a fight. I was there when she tried to counter the hitting. I could see when he smacked it in her mouth with his fist and tossed her over the counter into the kitchen. I could see the look in his eyes. When he looked for a hook at his best, the fist still when she pulled the knife to dig through his chest. I was there to feel remorse and regret. The smell of corpse right off to a stench. Caught let her off with the fence. I was there through nine months of survival from harm and hope was alive. I was there in her arms to see a smile at the first chance. I opened my eyes and peace. So let me ask you this. What's your relationship like with your mother? Wonderful. And what was the what was the uh, you know I'm gonna ask you this well I'm, I'm assuming you know by now what was <laughs> what was the reason what was the inspiration behind that piece? Because uh, she went through abusive relationships, so uh, that was the inspiration behind that piece. What uh, uh-huh. wound? That was my uh, story of her speaking uh, from a belly. Have you have you actually ever? And this is just me being, you know, the interviewer, not trying to be nosy. Um, 
Yeah, that was heavy. Uh, I'm reading the comment in the event room. Uh, have you ever, like, sat down and spoken to her and actually found out what it is that she felt in that moment? The reason I'm asking that, not just as an interview, but I'm a mother, and I'm a woman, uh-huh. and I was seven months pregnant and got knocked across the room. Got my, uh-huh. got my tooth knocked out the whole nine yards. So I understand that on a, on a level that I shouldn't have never understood that. But I understand that, and I understand holding on to my stomach and picking up a cast iron skillet and knocking the shit out of him just to get him out out of my face. So what I'm saying is, have you ever set her down and said, hey, you know, what was that like for you? Uh, No, because I've also also seen it, so. um, Okay. It was kind of a... Okay. I don't think I need to sit her down to have her explain it because I think we all could uh, kind of understand what that is like. I think it kind of speaks for itself. It does. And at and, and some levels it does, but it's always really, for me, the reason I ask you these questions is because you are so descriptive in your pieces and you paint these murals and these, and these, these Picassos of pain and hurt and whatever emotion you're going through at that time. You paint those in your poetry. So that's why I love to ask you what was the inspiration behind it because I know you're going to give it to me straight. You're not going to sugarcoat it. It's going to be what it is, and I appreciate you for that. Yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, I, I've seen it as well. It wasn't just, you know, it's something I've seen, mm-hmm. actually. And, uh, mm-hmm. I've spoken to people also in the situation, so I've heard other sides of the story. It's never something I, I spoke with her personally about because uh, it's not something I want to break up. Like, I, I know she knows I know. She knows I've seen it. I've uh-huh. been here. Let me see. And so, like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, when you look at someone and kind of uh, everything is spoken in that. And, and uh, the, the end goal is to push past it and try to, get the worst behind you and put your best foot forward. So I don't feel like there wasn't something I spoke to her about or never feel like I really needed to. It was all about uh, doing better on the, on the moving forward aspect. But I, I've spoken to people in the situation, and uh, I guess the uh-huh. part of that comes from a real-life situation standpoint and just my uh, hatred for a situation like that as well kind of helps gotcha. describe that. But, <laughs> I don't like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for, you know, bearing your soul uh, to us with that piece and for being willing to go into details about that with me. I don't like, I'm not putting you on the spot. That's just what I do. I ask questions because I'm intrigued. If I'm intrigued by you, I'm going to ask you questions. If I'm not intrigued by you, you'll know because I won't ask you anything. But I'm going to go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I definitely appreciate questions. I I love that. It's a, it's great. It's awesome. It's it's nice to get asked that, like you know, what inspires a piece and whatnot. You know, it helps add add character to it. Definitely, for sure. Well, sweetheart, I'm gonna go ahead and put you back on hold. And thank you so much. And if I have time, I would definitely see if you want to come back through and do a third piece. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm definitely here. All you. All right. Thank you. All right, y'all. That was wrong. But listen. To the to the lineup, we have a caller that just called in um, or raised his hand, 
and it's from area code 404. So before I go back through and give everybody a second chance, I want to pull the brother on so he can go ahead and get his in and get his funky off and do what he do. And then we'll go ahead and continue down the line, all right? Welcome to Naked Ink. Hey, Sanaikum. Alhamdulillah, life is good. Life is good. Enjoying the show. I'm for enjoying those, the words. Oh, Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much for taking the time to come through. For those of you who remember the last show, this is Brother Nasheed. And if you check out the event page, this brother is definitely not, not wasting time. He, he, he's putting poetry. He's putting inserts from another book in there. This is what the this is what the event page is for, and I'm so grateful, alhamdulillah, to you that you're you're using it for what it's supposed to be used for, that you're expressing, that you're sharing, and it's definitely mm-hmm. always an honor to have you to have you on. And I went to go buy your book, you. and then the thing is sold out. So <laughs> <laughs> it should. Oh, oh no! On they Amazon, the book is sold out. No, no, no! It should be back up. It should be back up. I, I just um, I replenished. I replenished. Okay, I definitely have to check that out. All right, y'all. So, what do you have for us tonight, sir? All right, I got um, I have a piece for you. Smiller, smiller. Niggas is broke these days. I think Smokey said it best. Because being broke day in and day out just got my life full of stress. And unless I can get me some money to get me out of this mess, I'm going to do what the black male in my neighborhood is known for doing best. Drug selling. See, they, they be yelling for their weed to get tranquility in their chest. Or I can slay me some crack just to pass God's test of poverty. I got to do something because my baby's a starving, see? And if I don't already know you, Besides, if I know you, I already owe you. Everywhere I'm in debt, bill collectors start to make bad credit threats. I mean, my, and by me not having no money, it's even hard to get sex from my own wife because I feel she wants this nigga in the Lex. So what I do next is call my uncle and tell him that I'm having financial pain because he front me some cocaine and teach me the rules of the game. He agreed and told him that I should lend him an ear. He told me I should lend him an ear. He said, you got to get in and out of this game. You can't make it a career. Since crack is poured and sold by blacks in the midst of the ghettos, the judges hold grudges to give more time to us Negroes. Police, let me you a beast if you, if you walk in the streets, especially if you're in the major. You might try to cage you up, so put your bail money up and beware of these crackers who ride around in patrol cars like modern-day slave masters. If you're serving a crack, if you're on the corner selling a crack to a beamer and, they, and you see them, you're best to run like Hoot the Kinte because you're running for your freedom. I told them, they can run, run as fast as they can, but they can't catch me because I'm the dope man. At least that's what I'm hoping. Because if they do catch me, all the promises I made to my wife is now broken. I told her, baby, see, I'm going to be in this game for a minute, then I'm going to try to get out. You can make it on your own. This I don't even doubt. But what I keep thinking about, that bo- what bothers me, is that my kids will have to go through life without me, their daddy, a father figure, instead of some other nigga. I show love just to impress, kill him if they try to molest my daughter. So in order for me to just make this a ghetto fairy tale, I got to stop selling these drugs because it's no good to my family in jail. Besides, getting that fast cash won't, don't last, but making that slow money is show money. As long as I'm struggling with these bills, making little to no money. See, but I, see, but I will survive because the law is on my side. As long as I have pray, 
as long as I pray and have patience, I know that he will provide. You see, I trust in Allah. we still put bullocks on my dope. Yes, he is my protection, but this gun gives me a little bit more. So in other words, Allah is going to help me as long as to him I'm committed. So in other words, Allah is going to help me as long as to him I'm committed. But if I want anything done in life, I got to put forth an effort to get it. And right now, I've got to get this money because these bills are giving me hell. But through selling drugs, in fact, males is already flooding the jails, the cycle of drug addicts and drug dealers. And the only way I can do that is by obeying the five pillars of Islam. Salam. That's that piece. Horrible. That was hot. <laughs> Mashallah. No, Mashallah. no. Look, I know my listeners are going to be like, oh, she just saying that because he's Muslim. No, 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 because it's, it's, it's the most horrible. so-called poets out here. <laughs> no, you were not horrible. I, I heard the part where you kind of backed up a minute, but uh, it's the uh, most poets out here that can't write a, a nursery rhyme. What I'm saying, for real, just being 100. But what I'm saying uh, is I heard the passion in that. I can relate to that um, because yeah. before I became Thank Muslim, you, I so dope and I pimped women. So, and right. <laughs> so, so, you know, you know, you know, know, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Southwest Detroit, That's I know. Right. I rolled with them. So, you know what I'm saying? So, alhamdulillah for Islam. You know what I'm saying? And this was all before the age of 19. So, I understand that. Yeah. So, what I'm saying, and I can yeah. feel that. And I, and, and to have it yeah. translated on, oh, wait a minute, the brother in the chat room is saying, nice flow on that one. He sent you a friend request. So, you're going to get a friend request from Timothy, ooh, how do I say his name? Timothy Lancaster. So that's that's who okay. is Rome. R O M, okay? So but I definitely you know, I can definitely feel that. I can definitely relate to that. And that's what it means for me personally, what I, I I dig, that's what I vibe with. So I'm gonna ask you the question that I asked uh earlier and you were not I think. What do you feel yes. <laughs> is going to take place tomorrow when they actually come through, when the Electoral College comes through to do their thing? Do you think they're going to push the pause button with all of these alleged rumors uh, about Russia getting involved? Nope. Or, nope. or as, as Muslims, do we just need to, you know, tie our camel and make it do what it do? Um, I mean, it's going to come out. If, if Russia did do something, they ain't going to they gonna stop anything. It's gonna go. It's, I'm I'm not following. I don't really don't. I, I'm not following. I just hear that Russia may have did something to do it. What's what's the story on that? Russia is basically being accused of um, spiking the votes. You know what I mean? Right. As far as like they're being and also what is it? The cyber? They're like busting into our computers and cyber stalking with the mm. White House and all this other stuff and and getting information from the White House. And Obama kind of got a little bit hood with it, you know. <laughs> Obama starting to show his other side. But, you know, it's, it's, they're saying that basically the Russians helped Trump get in office. Whereas though you and I yeah. and maybe a couple other people that are listening in can understand that the covenant of the law is the covenant of the law. No matter what yeah. would happen, yeah. it's just, right. So, you know, the decree of the law is going to happen regardless of who went in there and voted. And I was one of the ones, and many Muslims don't vote, but I was one of the ones that went in there and voted. Uh, but, you know, and to hear my daughter earlier tell me, my 15-year-old daughter, and I still say, well, you know, you know, Allah not listening to our prayers because Trump got in office. So we had to have like an hour conversation behind that statement. 
So, wow. so <laughs> proud of you. You know what I do with a 15 year old. Um, but so for sure. But no, I just wanted to know because <clears throat> as a Muslim and as a man and as an African American man in this country, we definitely have things we have to really kind of keep our eye open to, maybe our ears yeah. pressed to, not so much or so to where we, we, you know, but so we know we're going to pray hard regardless. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. hey, okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me divert this dua over here because they, they might be, you know, set it off. <laughs> but, but, no, it's like you said. It's like you said. I mean, we still, we're still going to have to do, we're still going to have to behave in this society, regardless of who president. So, I mean, uh-huh. uh, it's putting a law first, and whatever come, that's what it is. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still going to be Muslim at the end of the day. That's what I'm saying. Like, right. it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. Right. Um, if, if you want me to, I can. If not, it's okay. Do another piece. Yeah, you go ahead and you do that, and then I'll go ahead and put you on hold and bring the other ones that's um on the chat room or in the switchboard, and we can go ahead and go from there. All right, I'm gonna try to redeem myself. Bismillah. You're okay. You did good. You did good. <laughs> Bismillah. I was brought to this land in chains, and when I came, they changed my name. They told me my name was Toby and began to brainwash my brain. My faith was taken. My self-esteem was shooken. My manhood was taken. My wife and children was looking. Just so they can see that they really can't depend on me since a man is supposed to protect and provide for his family. But how can I get into sanity? Hope my wife and children understand that I'm living in a land where I'm considered to be three-fifths of a man because now they don't look at me as being husband or daddy. And when they need something, they need protection, they just walk right past me and go to him, the same one who harassed me and bashed me in the back of the head with a flashlight. But I guess it's going to be like that until this black man can get his life right. Because now we're in the ghetto, it's the same thing. Women turn into dykes. Beamers walking around with pipes. Brothers selling dope on bikes with cracking hands. Some choose to stand on the corner and a B-boy stands, turning up a 40-ounce every time to get a chance. They hot in the chicken-type pants and happen to walk by. They say they want a better life, but they can't stop getting high. And they don't even try. And this is part of the reason why we got baby mamas instead of wives. And women is praying to God to bring up men into their lives. A lot of women are independent. They don't need no one to bring home the bacon. They just need someone to fill that lonely spot because it's vacant. They say most of men is taken. So before they exhale, they have to save that breast. Breath, because they're going to need to struggle on their own because there's hardly any good men left. So, ladies, I apologize for all the guys who got between your thighs, then cheated with another girl and left you with tears in your eyes. Shot you game, but it really was lies. But by the time you realized it was too late because you was in love, and true love never died. So you was hurt because being a whore and a liar was a few of his flaws. But just because he broke your heart, don't make all of us dogs. Please understand that it was a part of Lynch's plan for there not to be a black family structure. That's why they took my manhood away and let my kids be raised by their mother. The stuff that happened to blacks way back is now having a psychological effect. Over 100 years out of slavery and most haven't overcome the brainwashing yet. It's a psychological effect. That's that piece. That's deep. Did y'all hear that, ladies? <laughs> I'm from Georgia, so it's going to come out loud in country, no matter what I do. Even at work, it comes out loud in country, and I have to apologize to my customers. But that was hot. That was como le dice, puro fuego, pure fire. 
Thank you so much for that sheet. You, thank you. I tried to redeem myself. Thank, thank you. you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're awesome. No, you did good. You did good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and put All you right. on hold so I can get these other people and bring them back in. All right. All right, y'all. That was Brother Nasheed. In case y'all wondering when we give each other the greetings, that's just the same thing I said at the beginning of the show. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum assalamu warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Jazakallah khairan. May Allah reward you. Things of that. Just for us, the elementaries of Islam, but I like to always make sure I give that. <laughs> Educate you so you know what we're saying. For the people that have called into the switchboard, um, if you're listening in, if you do want to spit anything or recite anything, push the number one. All right, I'm going to go down the line. Thanks, Amaya. Thank, thank, thanks. Romeo. Yeah, Romeo. Oh, we're for yeah, Archer, Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear me call me? me? Romeo. <laughs> Romeo. <laughs> Wonderful show. You're going to get me. You're going to get me. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm I'm so honored and, and blessed and privileged to be able to to just sit here and listen and take it all in. You know what I mean? So uh, it's definitely Indeed. an honor for me. It's definitely an honor for me. All right. So what you got for us, sweetie? I got this piece titled um, My Earth. And I dedicate this piece to all the women um, that had children all the mothers in my life, my mother, my great-grandmother, my uh, children's mom, and my auntie, my great-auntie, um, and just all the women who, who don't even have kids but are still mothering. Okay. I ask that you let me hear. I praise God that you praise God. It comforts my soul more than the Seinfeld Paula Dean show. Feeding me like the children of Israel. Your manna. Sweet like honey from a bumblebee. Your pure love humbles me. I bow to your simple. After I place seven kisses on your temple, one for each day the Lord had made. Blessings to his son, I get to see your face. You're more than a rib. Beyond my Eve. You're the fruit for my life I plucked from your tree. And your neck that heals me through and through. Satisfies my thirst, sparks my fire, burning like a furnace. Till I'm a new, and I'm a new creature, less thanks to you. Your anointed breath of blessed hands help bring me through. I'm blessed that God blessed me with you. So my blessed is a double. The devil's under his feet and his head is in trouble. I feel a shout coming on. The quiet sing of my song feel like going on, going on, going on. Because your love and strength make me strong. You're my earth. The feminine miracle only woman can give you like birth. Able to listen to the harp playing in the kingdom of heaven will be equal to your worth. So you're beyond cloud nine to me. If I was lost, broke down to despair, then your love would find me. Construct a perfect repair. Now, wherever you're at, I want to be there like your shadow. My desire so deep for you, I'll plant my seeds in your soil. 
multiply food for, hold the kiss your belly when it's for the joy you give me, makes me fool. I could not, would not, or nothing else. Gladly the sin of us the curse. So I feed the new shot of you, my earth. That's my thought. Mm. That was deep. That that just in itself, because you not only acknowledge the women who have children, the women, but you also acknowledge the women who don't have children, and the women, you know, even though some women don't have children, can't have children for whatever reason, you also still acknowledge their their position and their role because oftentimes we forget that when we send our children out here in this world that there are other women who have been placed in their lives to, you know, guard over them and protect them and nurture them and love them. I love that softness that comes out of you. You know what I mean? I'm definitely a fan of your, oh, you're welcome, pretty. I'm definitely a fan of your erotic side, your naughty side, for real. You know what I'm saying? That that takes me to a a place of self-gratification, okay? But at the same time, it's nice to see that side of you that comes through and kind of says, hey, this is, you know, this is a, other what I can, you know, something else I can do. Um, uh, she said, she, I'm, I'm going to tell him what you're saying. She said, all I need right there just to sit and listen to this man and have a conversation just one time. So definitely the sisters. <laughs> I'm smiling. No sex, no touch, just conversation. So, yeah, I, I can dig that. Like I told you, it's very rare. And I know Brother Nasheed is still listening in. Um, you know, and he can give it to you from a, a Muslim perspective, a male Muslim perspective, what it's like to court and date in Islam. Um, oh, who's a smooth A brother? He can show me something. This is Romeo Donati. Let me um, grab your grab your link for your Facebook page, and um, there's somebody in the chat room asking who you are. And I'm gonna put this oh, link. Put you. your link to your Facebook page. You're welcome, sweetie. But so, is, like I said before, is with regards to Brother Nasheed, he can give you the perspective from a Muslim man and, and what it's like to court and date and, and seek a spouse or a significant other in Islam from their, from a man's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, however, for a woman, it's a lot different because we don't just go out there and just kick it with anybody. We don't go out there and just, you know, shoot the, shoot the woolly bubbles. Even though right. I can honestly say, and I, can, I think I can safely speak for the sister that's, that's chiming in um, and, and for myself, it's very hard. When you see these non-Muslim men who are dressed well, smell good, know how to talk, know how to approach you, got their pants pulled up, you know, may have a suit on, uh-huh. whatever, whatever do it for you when you see them, and still hold it together because I, there's a friend. I'm going to put myself out here. <laughs> there's a friend of my brother's, and he has known me since I was maybe three years old. And he made a statement one day that he saw my brother change my diaper. And that just kind of killed it for me. Right. <laughs> there was nothing else for us to talk about. Like, that's kind of creepy, yeah. dude. And as handsome yeah. and fine as he is, Lord, you understand? I was like, let me take you to the mosque so the brothers can talk to you. But as soon as he said that, I was like, I'm good. That was just, like, done for me. But what I'm saying is, like, for, one, for a non-Muslim man to, to hit that barrier and penetrate that barrier to make one of us want to listen to you, that's deep. That's deep. All right. <laughs> I talk too much. I don't care. Love me. Whatever. But <laughs> I did put your information in the chat room, Romeo, so you will be getting a couple other prayer requests. Thank you so much for coming through. I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold. 
and uh, get okay. the other callers back in so they can do their thing. All right? All right, cool. I'm here listening. All right, thank you so much. Thank you, Twitter. All right, I'm going to bring back in Blacksmithsonian. I hope I'm saying it right. Eric, are you there? Uh, I'm here. Uh, uh, Black are you ready? Fine. Yeah, I'm ready for the next one. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Once again, we're separated and deeply saddened over the lack of successes. Then if I was blessed, I thought of her essence. This time around, the cracks in my mask had me more open to the song Bring Me Life by Evanescence. She was still the woman of my dreams all the way back to my adolescence. You know, only this time, my only crime is not acknowledging the love that we shared with my undying tenant. So instead of treating her as she was an unpleasant peasant, I should acknowledge the many ways she gave me many blessings, as opposed to giving her reasons to always keep second guessing. I guess what we both been asking is a moment to get some acceptance. So here I am at the cracks, waking up at the crack of dawn, hoping and praying that your heart hasn't moved on, going on and on in this marathon, in the midst of this phenomenon, showing how badly I'm bent on to be the one that you bent on instead of the one that you've withdrawn and still going at it like Drew Hill saying, baby, beauty's gone. So, Eric, tell me something, or tell us something. What is it Mm -hmm. that you feel is missing uh, amongst our men and our women when it comes to trying to uh, communicate with each other in order to get to that part where we can actually tear down? Because here's here's my philosophy, and Brother Nasheed, I know you're still listening in, and, and for everybody else. When you meet someone, everyone has baggage, right? Everyone has baggage, but it's about finding the right one to help you unpack, right? So what is it that you feel, from your perspective as a, as a man, that's missing in the way we communicate with one another to help alleviate? Because, see, when, when most people, when they come across someone that's been hurt before, they're like, oh, I'm not dealing with that shit. I'm out. Do something else. Right? But then at the same token, they also have their stuff that they've been hurt by. And so it's kind of like a catch-22. How do you walk away when you need to have that person there to help you unpack it? But at the same time, how are you for sure that that's the right person to help you carry that load? Time, baby. I mean, like, like, like nothing. Like, I was basically saying on this one. Basically, yeah, it's like if you knew this person from like when you was when you was a kid, and like years later, you know, y'all reconnected. You know, since it's just just about time and communication, how y'all how y'all how y'all connect with each other on that. Mhm, mhm. Well, what do you feel? Okay, you, and if I heard you correctly, you say you've been married like twelve, thirteen years. Did I hear that correctly? <laughs> Married to my boss for 13 years. That's how long I've been writing poetry. Married to your boss. Okay, gotcha. So what's that commitment <laughs> that you have to your poetry? I had to catch that, y'all. I thought you said you were married. <laughs> married, married. But 
Married to your bar. So what do you feel? And I can dig that because I've been writing since my, my, my youngest daughter was a year old and she's 15. So I can dig that. I've been married to my bar for 14 years. So I can feel you on that. But what, I, what do you feel what you need? Oh, how can I ask this? I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Um, <laughs> what do you feel is missing in, in your position in your, as, as a man to get you to that point of where you can get into a committed relationship with a woman or a significant other? I mean, I mean that's, that's for, for what I what I what I'm guessing is just the the chemistry, you know. What I'm saying you, you once you get to know a person, it takes a lot of time getting to know getting to know somebody. And pe- well, let me ask you wanna, this: okay, people don't want to. Yeah, people people don't want to. People want you know. Say nowadays, people don't want want to get to know the person. They that they so they, okay. it's more about okay so just, okay so I guess I my, mean, my, my question about, to you is this mm-hmm. my question to you is, is this Stella because I asked Romeo Donati this question earlier in our religion in my religion in Islam we don't have to, we're not supposed to have sex I'm say supposed to without sex outside of marriage so could you see yourself in a situation with a woman that you could not physically touch until marriage. Do you think you could go through a situation like that where you can just commit yourself to that person and really truly get to know who she is with, on, on the level of being able to handle her intellect, to handle her spiritual, to handle her mood swings, to, to help her cook in the kitchen without grabbing her hips and ass and say, get it, baby. You understand what I'm saying? Do you think you could oh, sit true. down with a woman and write with her and, and not be able to, to lay your head on her lap. So this is what I'm saying. Like, we have to really get past. You want to get to know someone on that level because you yeah, make a statement. That's, what, that's, what, that's, that's also what I'm saying. Like, that's also what I'm saying. Like, yeah, instead of just getting to know her from a sexual perspective, just get, get to know her on an intellectual, you know what I'm saying? Like, like me, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about, like me, I'm not worried about having sex right now. <laughs> I get I get mm-hmm. just much stimulation just by just by me writing alone. <laughs> and well, saying, I think I, I got you. I feel you. I'm picking up what you're putting down, but here's here, my thing with that is we have to be careful and I say this to myself first yeah. because I have been single for over two and a half years, is that we have to be careful as to not become so isolated and turn ourselves into hermit that we negate the fact that we do have an innate nature of physical and sexual needs that need to be met because once we start to negate that and, and push that that puppy to the side for so long like then it call it could cause other problems or go into other arenas of mediation. So we have to be careful and try to find a, a line of balance in that. But I thank you so much, sweetheart, for coming through and and doing your thing. And I appreciate you so much. I hope you can come back after the first of the year and do it again. Um, I'm glad to have you back on the air with me, and I hope everyone can appreciate this brother. He's called Blacksmith. Oh, I promise you, can I say it? My, my oh, don't, don't worry. Just, just, right. just black, black is fine. <laughs> black is fine. Black is. All right, perfect. <laughs> thank you so much, Lee, for coming through, and thank you so much for hanging out. I'm gonna go ahead and put you back on mute, though. Okay. Okay, no problem. 
right. Woo, all right, y'all. <laughs> I think I asked too many questions. <laughs> Probably want to know what the hell. <laughs> Can we sit, please? Pray for us, sister. <laughs> I be really wanting to know. I'm very curious as to what makes your funky, you know, get your funky off. Like how you, how do you do what you do? If we become, if we become so complacent, and it's first of all, a man's nature is not monogamous. I'm gonna say that most men can tell themselves that it's monogamous, but while they're saying it's monogamous, they're married to one or with one by looking at another, whatever, or they end up cheating or, or doing whatever. However, if you are able for those very few men that can maintain a monogamous position with a woman, all well and good. But you have to have, or with your significant, I have to watch how to say with a woman, but for me that's just natural. Um, or with a significant other, you know what I'm saying? You have to find that balance. Okay, Painted Street. My piece, here we go. Too many corrupted badges slipping and sliding in and out of the crevice of our society like an untreated virus twerking with their tongue, wagging out their asses, trying to wage unholy wars with unholy whores like Miley Cyrus, leaving parents with unanswered prayers, raw and salted wounds pouring onto the streets of Ferguson, fresh blood of Mike Brown. But who can we turn to for justice, police divided from what's wrong and what's right in their faces, crying the tears of a clown, smoking the blood of our ancestors with the drums of suffering that continue to be released by painted faces of peace. I wonder if Darren will join Zimmerman. After all, he received an award this year for being a top-notch police. (laughs) Mr. Officer, please don't shoot my babies because their dreams haven't developed into what could happen next. Don't you see their hands raised, sir, about to surrender their happily ever after just to keep their pulse in check? Tick-tock, tick-tock. A pounding reality comes through the air as the smell of Mike's flesh covers scars on the ground. Ding dong, freedom's dead, and we continue to sell out to the highest bidder, thinking we're the winners. Death has no sound. All right, y'all, that was a piece. Hope y'all can dig it. I'm going to go on. <laughs> to Eric Hall, 3.7 ending in 5.93. Brother Fritz, are you there? I'm here, sister. All right. I hope you're enjoying the show, and thank you so much for taking the time out of your night to to hang out and listen in. My pleasure. I enjoyed that piece, by the way. Thank you for dropping that, for sharing that. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, So are you ready to give us some more of you? (laughs) Sure. Uh, This piece is called Metaphor... This piece is called Metaformation. Oh, wow. As I rip this clip of metaformations from my thought patterns, brain cells are ringing all around Saturn while back in the hood, rough riders are barking like rock riders, prolific riders are catching Alzheimer's, and my piece of mad illness from this unrehearsed verse that I be spilling with the greatest of bees, like killer bees be slinging honey. Do you feel me, money? So microphone, check me, and please don't test me, because my thoughts are deep. Floating like Monica Lewinsky, I'm not Bill Clinton, so don't go acting fruity, trying to impeach me over this silly just chatter, because it really doesn't matter, you see. Besides me, I'm not rich, it's merely a waste of my gifts, so I aim my pen towards the positive tip of the iceberg named Slim. Shady though be the hood, but it's all good, for I am the phoenix rising, uplifting the downtrodden like the homeless, begging for social change. 
a computer wigs, hacking into brains. I am a political prostitute, giving the government head trips to the outer limits of my subconscious so they can truly see from thine own eyes what it feels like to be demoralized, to socialize, utterly despised. See how ghetto babies never cry wolf. Or they merely cry when they're hungry and when shit needs to be changed. Oh, my God. Yo, he said, I'm a political prostitute giving the government head tricks. Did y'all not hear that? (laughs) So explain this to me. Where have you, first of all, where have you been hiding? No, but what do you feel? Now, let me ask you the same thing I asked Brother Nasheed about the situation with Trump and the Russians and the Electoral College that's supposed to vote tomorrow. What are your what is what are your views and your perspective on that? I think it's a scam. It's a scam because if see the United these countries don't admit when they got jerked over. Okay? Especially us and especially Russia. They would mm-hmm. never admit it. We would never admit it. So the fact that they're coming out with, oh, the FBI is confirming it, and that's bull. That's something that we would never be privy to if it was true. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. they're trying to do, basically what they're trying to do is this is their their way of, I think this is their way of trying to, you know, push push Trump aside, you know, which I wouldn't mind. But at the same time, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid either. You know, because we would never admit that Russia influenced our election process like that. Never. That's highly embarrassing. They would never admit that. And they would never allow the FBI or anybody else to come out with that type of information. So I don't I don't buy it. Do you feel, and, and this is just me speaking, you know, uh, personally, uh, do you feel like, to me, Hillary is almost as bad as Trump? And it's just a matter of picking the lesser of the two evils. Like the yeah, devil you I've know heard... better versus the better, you know, the devil that you don't know. Yeah, but the funny thing is people don't know that devil. They don't know Hillary. <laughs> you got people loving her. Loving her. Loving her. So much. That's true. That her. is so true. But they don't know who she is. I know who she is. So I'm like, no. I mean, Trump. I, I again, you know, I, I don't. I don't pick any devil. In that case, you understand? I can't. I, I can't vote my conscience, as they say, vote your conscience. I couldn't vote my conscience for any any one of them. Either way, exactly. either way, it, either way is a lose. It's a lose lose situation. That's yeah. true. I think I think I do believe that we as the American people, and like I said, many people in my religion or other religions don't vote. Fine, that's all well and good. I don't knock you if you do, and I don't knock you if you don't. Uh, I think that we as American people, but the Quran does tell us. I mean, let me speak this. The Quran does tell us to follow the law of the land that we're in. So that's the logic I use when I went and voted, because we either don't mm-hmm. speak for what we what we feel we can, what we should, or just let it happen. And and even when the outcome didn't come out the way I wanted it to come, because I did vote for Hillary. But, again, I voted for her because, in my per- personal opinion, she is the lesser of two evils. But as you said before, uh, 
you know, you really don't know her. You don't know that we really don't know the things that she's done. And, and she has done some horrific things to the Americans, to American people. I watched that show on Netflix, The 13th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was deep. But I messed around and watched it after I voted because I'm here to tell you, if I would have watched it before I went to vote, I wouldn't have voted for her. But, well, At listen, all. I, mean, I wouldn't have voted for Trump, but I wouldn't. It was on, it's a show on Netflix called The 13th or 13th or something of that nature. And it, it's very deep. And it talks about what the Clintons have done in the, in the, in the prison system and how sure. they have, you know, <laughs> Yeah, they they don't they don't got they funky all hard on 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 the you know on the backs and sweats of our brothers and sisters and that's deep that's just like just wrong on so many levels. I'm hoping, and this is just me and you having a conversation while other people are listening. I'm hoping and praying that the electoral college does step in and not allow Trump to be in there. I don't know who they're gonna put in there, but I'm hoping and praying that on some level somebody's listening and saying, hey, no, not him. Because, I mean, just off of GP, we don't care what people look like on the outside. This man's wife, okay, all right, so and I'm just going to say it like that. Not in the history of, 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 of Ameri- first, first ladies has there ever been a first lady who was, what, a porn star. So what I'm saying, <laughs> hmm. are you going to teach little girls growing up? Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, you got caught giving a blowjob on the camera. You can go and run for president. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the things we have to think about what we're teaching our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. So I just, I just think it's something that's, that's really effective. But I can also piggyback off of what Brother Rashid, Rashid said, excuse me, and say that, you know, we're we still going to be us. We're still going to do us no matter what. You still got to keep living. You still got to keep working. You got to keep moving forward. Um, and I think many of the things that Trump, I don't even think Trump thought he was going to win. To be honest, I really don't even think he thought he was going to win. All right, but I digress. Thank you so much for coming back. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. I love to have those conversations. I love to. I love to pick a person's brain and say, "Am I tripping when I look at it like this?" And not too many, you know, not too many. But uh, I've been very blessed and very fortunate when hosting the show that people that call in, such as yourself, allow me those moments to pick your brain and say, "Hey, what, what do you think? How do you see this?" But again, I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and put you on hold, and thank you so much for letting me pull you back in, and I hope to hear more of you in the future. Thank you so much. Absolutely, sister. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to you, too. All right, y'all, that was Prince McNally. He was his first time he's ever been on my show, and I sent him a friend request (laughs) right away. And what y'all don't see behind the scenes is I have the studio, I have the chat room, and I have two versions or two pages of Facebook going at the same time so I can keep it keep it moving forward on that level. Anyone that's called in that hasn't had a chance to read, I always try to, you know, give it to you first. All you have to do is push the number one and I will pull you back in. Anybody that's already lit up, if you wanna uh call if you wanna spit again, just uh ding me inside of my uh Facebook uh on the inbox and I will pull you in. Very cold seven zero seven. Hey, hey, girl. How you doing? You can get in right here? Oh, you go right through that gate, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is Lee. Lee ain't misbehaving. Happy birthday to you. Now her birthday check, is check, tomorrow, check. y'all. Child. 
Tomorrow on my birthday, official. Yes. <laughs> so, what do you what do you think of the question that I'm asking with regards to the situation with Trump and the and the electoral what, college? What was the question? Um, the what electoral the question? college is people are people are trying to 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 beseech the electoral college to actually pause and not you know, not vote Trump all the way in and actually look and investigate the situation with regards to the rumors. And I have to say rumors and allegations that the Russians um, had a hand in his election and they also, what's the word? I'm, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. I've been reading it so much today, that the Russians have actually infiltrated our, our system they, as far as like our, our Internet. Um, um, from what I was told, or like, well, from what I saw when they had the special report, um, and Obama investigated the the Russians did. Um, did you see Obama get hood? The, Obama got hood. You know, my, look. Ever since he said, "If y'all want to pop off, I do." Then. <laughs> so Obama got hood. Yeah, he got hood real fast. He always do. Look, he. Uh, but uh, yeah, we already know what happened. They had, and. I don't know. I have mixed things about that. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm drunk. I don't know. But um, <laughs> you're drunk. Uh, he, I'm, <laughs> drunk. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I don't even. I don't even know what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm feeling well, real, I mean, real nice right now. I'm but glad that you're doing it's real a sign. Nice right it's now. a sign of the times. It's a sign of the times. And I quote sure. the Bible. Verbatim, but it was written. He, it's gonna be a lot of shit going down, and you know, yeah. So, for sure, for get, sure, and I agree. Right, get right, I get right, agree. people. Because I don't care what get they, right, get it right. What reelection or recounting of shit they do, he ain't going nowhere. And if it's not him, it'll mm. be uh, Pence. Which is even mm-hmm. worse. So get right, mm-hmm. party people. Because there's a lot of things that Clinton has done, and the Clintons have done, and they tried to see them as well. And I think what yeah. was her what was her big Achilles heel is the fact that instead of her owning it and saying, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I messed up," you know what mm-hmm. I mean, or "This was my opinion yeah, at that I, time," I got some, she uh... she tried to just say, you know, like it never happened. You can't pretend that your ass never did this stuff. Nah, nah. And then you, want some, uh... you know. I got some um, shrimp and linguine. We want some. You want some? Oh, y'all want some? Want some? get it. Shrimp, shrimp and stuff, linguine and all that bullshit. Uh, you sure? So listen, we have to eat. I, I'm going to go ahead and bring back in Rome, R-O-A, which is really funny because that was my father's name, but his, he spelled his Rome, really? R-O-M-E. Yeah. Oh. But I'm going to go ahead and bring the brother back on because he, he dinged me. Um. I hope you have a chance whenever you you feeling you know not so you know good you know when it wears off that you can call back mm-hmm. and listen to the archives because I'm telling you we have some phenomenal poets come in Prince McNally I, Romeo I, Donati I, I been got, doing his I thing brother 
I got a piece. I finally wrote a piece first time in okay. almost a year and shit. And I'm All right, saying. go ahead and do it. Um, okay. So this, let me find it. Oh, God. Um, this piece is titled Forbidden Fruit. So whenever you're ready. All right. I'm ready. Okay. He was the forbidden fruit that God commanded me not to eat from. I tried to fight temptation by avoiding his Garden of Eden. Took detours to stay clear of the road that less traveled. But my willpower unraveled along with my sanity. I wasn't crazy in love, but less debt was damn near combustible. Hunger pains constantly rumbled in the pit of my belly. See, I have a taste for something unattainable. So close that I can reach out and touch it. I want to savor the flavor of molten lava that flowed from his chocolate. But my just desserts disappeared like a mirage in the Mojave Desert. My mind's telling me no, but my body's screaming yes. Heart beats rapidly in my chest. Cold compress laid across my forehead. I, I feel lightheaded because he takes my breath away. There's only one remedy to cure what ails me. Unfortunately, it's not available. I have daydreams of receiving transfusions that would Soothe the savage beast. Delusions of gorging on his girth like a holiday feast, but just like Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy, my dark night doesn't exist. I imagine his kiss, this out-of-body experience that takes me higher than medicinal marijuana. Had me floating in the clouds that loud. Had me giggling like a schoolgirl whose secret crush revealed his true feelings. And they were mutual. Eyes locked on one another like Fort Knox while reading our most intimate thoughts. It was getting hot in that atmosphere. Could have sworn I heard his heartbeat syllables of my first, middle, and last name. Lord knows that mine did the same. Or maybe I'm just insane. Maybe if I pinch myself, the pain will prove this to be a reality. Did I imagine the growth of his tree when my hands roamed freely? Should he stay? Because I sure as hell don't want him to go. Our tongues were tangled, pulling back and forth like tug-of-war. The struggle was real because I'm always in my bills. I mean, I want him so bad that he could taste my inappropriate thoughts of him tattooed on my tongue. I felt like a voyeur because I watched the sex in his eyes have a conjugal visit with mine. He felt the goosebumps glow on my skin and his kisses taste like sin. I felt the fire, and I desperately wanted to get burned. I craved to feel the heat, the pulse of his passion. I needed to feel his 
I needed to feel his need for me, for him to manhandle me, to feed the greed in me, make love to me with the intensity of life's necessity to breathe. But, you know, sometimes what we want isn't always what we need. And as much as I want to express my need for him to meet me in my bedroom, I don't think that she would approve. Damn. <laughs> what? 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 Who? Who made you write that? <laughs> Lord, girl, we will talk. We will talk. I can't put that out um, on Facebook, but uh, yeah, he know what's yeah. up. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. He had a piece that wow. he wrote and read at open mic, so I just had a rebuttal. And uh, yeah. <laughs> there may or may not be a motel room in our future. I don't know. But yeah. But judging from that, you are that in the mood in his car last Thursday, I think it will be. Huh? Oh, anyway, yeah, thank you. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for coming through. I know you, you have other things going on in the background as far as, like, hanging out for your birthday, and it does mean the world to me that you come through and you show your love and your support, and you are, like, my touchstone and uh, yes. you're leaving in the house. <laughs> Hi. And, I'm home now. Oh, I'm good. Ren- <laughs> Renato, um, bad boy, he said, happy birthday. She's in the Thank chat room. You. He said, tell her happy birthday. Thank you. Guten Morgen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to translate that, Renato. She said, "Thank you," and something noggin. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Guten Morgen. Good morning. That's all I said because I know it's good morning. morning over his way. Yeah. Yeah. So, but thank you so much for coming through, and hopefully, you know, like. Uh, before I get ready to end the show, because we've got five minutes left, you know, like I was saying, yeah. there's a poet by the name of I don't I don't see him in the um, studio anymore, but I would definitely uh, his, his, ooh, Prince A. McNally, he did the damn thing. I mean, then of course, brother Nashi came through, and Prince A. McNally, he when you look at the event postings, you'll see because uh-huh. you know I have tagged you guys in it. He did the yeah. damn thing quite a few times. He amazing really? and. <laughs> Um, and then, of course, Romeo Donati and Brother Nasheed came through and did his thing, did his oh, magic on Nasheed. the mic. Yeah. And I shouldn't say that magic yes. mic at the same time with a Muslim brother. But, yeah, he, Ow. you know, definitely. Shout out to Kalisha Green. Hey, girl, she over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's feeling it. She's feeling it. She's like, really? Yeah. So yes. what, do you have, what do you have to say to the people before we get ready to end it? And I do apologize to anybody um, that wants to come back in, but we have four minutes left. But what do you have? What do you have to say to the people moving forward with the new year coming up and being able to, you know, hone in on the things that are important in life at this time? Instead of waiting for the new year to change and do good, do good now. Go out in the new year big, like just. Just make changes in your life that will benefit you and your family. 
And I mean, that goes for me too. Just because tomorrow's not promised. And so many people I lost this year, my best friend, um, people I went to high school with, passed on at a young age. Just, tomorrow's not promised. Live your life and, and make the changes that will benefit you and your family. That's awesome. That's definitely words of wisdom to live by. Um, there will be a couple of feature artists coming up. Um, what I'm trying to do is uh, we've done the um, open mic for with the past three or four shows, and I want to get back to doing a couple of feature artists and featuring people. And uh, I have the calendar for January pretty much filled, uh, So, but I am putting it out there that I want to feature you in February. I want to feature okay. you and Romeo. I don't know if Romeo will be willing to do that. Um, hey, I don't know if he's listening in. Hey, friend. <laughs> my brother, yes. And possibly well, we show Brother Nasheed. If I can get Brother Nasheed to come on. If you don't like it too bad, he's going to do it anyway. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, Romeo, we know who cracking that whip. <laughs> no, but definitely yeah, one of us needs to reach one of us to keep one of us. I think about maybe an hour before the show started, I read that Zsa Zsa Gabor died at the age of 99. While everyone what? in her camp is probably sad, and yes, while everyone in her camp is probably sad and devastated, she, she was 99 years old. She did. And she did the damn thing. So, right. She, she really did. So, right. She did her thing. So when I'm not saying that to take anything away from her life or anything like that, but never forget those who are around you, those who are closest to you. Each one of us has to reach one of us to keep one of us. Be safe out there. Stay away from stupidity. Run towards knowledge and wisdom at all expense that you can. And um, it's definitely been my pleasure kicking in with you guys for another two hours. At first I was kind of bummed because Lily wasn't here, but I was like, the show must go on. And I appreciate all of You came in and melted the mind. I mean, I arrived. Not bad. I arrived. I'll come later. But anyway. No, you're good. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody. (laughs) And don't forget those of you, don't forget those who are less fortunate than you. Don't wait till the holiday time to feed someone that's in need. Feed someone that's in need whenever you can, even if it's just a dollar or a dollar sandwich or whatever, bag of rice. You never know who that person is and, and, and how they're really living behind the scenes. Because uh, there's a lot of leave me so hungry. <laughs> yeah, Renata though said Lily need to be on a feature. She gonna be on a feature in February. Just sit back and watch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. You're so silly. You're so silly. But yeah, but all right, y'all. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in, brother Nasheed. Jazakallah Mahiram. Sister Kalisha. Jazakallah Mahiram. To Rome. To everyone. Uh, to Rome, to Romeo Donati. Uh, I can't think of everybody's name right now. Thank you the so much for calling in and doing what you do. Oh, the Blacksmith Smithsonian. He called in. He did a thing a few times with us. Definitely. Thank you so much for calling in, and thank you so much for another episode and hanging out with me. Um, Nick and love and peace, Maya. And happy birthday to me. Bye. Love you. We said happy birthday. You didn't hear it. People were singing happy birthday oh, to you. Say, say, say it again. Say it again. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) And may you be blessed with many, many more, sweetie. Thank you so much.